Hey crew, my name is Dakota Jean, and this is the Social Media Manager Podcast. I started my career as a fashion intern in New York City, working my way up to a retail and brand director for Nicole Miller. I was recruited to move to LA and be a retail director for the Kardashians at the ripe age of 24. What I didn't realize is just how badly the stores needed marketing, so I had to bootstrap and figure something out so I could reach my goals as a retail director. At a time when almost no brands were on social media, I got the Dash stores up and running and grew the Instagram 58% in a few months to one2 million followers by creating a simple brand guide. Once you understand your brand and who to market your brand to, you'll be golden. Flash forward seven years, I started the social media manager to help up and coming social media managers to navigate this crazy field we decided to be in and to also help business owners who want to try to grow their brand online themselves. The social media manager is now bigger than I could have imagined and I couldn't have done it without all of your support. So thank you so much for being here and let's get this whole social thing down, shall we? Let's go. Hey crew! So part of my mission with founding the Social Media Manager was to help more people become successful social media managers and to change the narrative that just anyone can become one. There's still the stigma out there that anyone can do the job of a social media manager and that it's, you know, easy. So it should be a lower paid career or even worse, the job of an unpaid intern. I am trying to change this narrative, not only because I am in this industry and work in the trenches every single day, learning and growing and understanding social media and the impact it can have on a business, but also because I believe wholeheartedly that we should all be compensated our worth. I know what it means to be a social media manager. The term is loose, right? You are likely strategizing for an entire brand's online digital marketing plan. You are likely spending hours researching, collecting data, analyzing, and adjusting. You are likely a creative that is able to either make content or delegate what content needs to be made. You are likely understanding of what copy can do for a brand. Your entire job is seen by everyone in the company, and everyone thinks that they can do it better than you. It takes thick skin to be a social media manager because you are going to have to bow out of conversations that piss you off. You're going to have to sit through meetings where Chad explains to you what affiliate marketing means. You're going to have to deal with Sarah in sales who so badly wants to be an influencer that she starts going to her boss and gives ideas for social And then that boss tells your boss and then your boss is going to say, why didn't you think of this? Okay, so this job is hard and requires a certain person who can truly do it all, who truly understands marketing and trends and so many little details like music and timing on videos and the importance of trying and failing and getting some wins here and there. The problem with getting wins here and there is then there's this expectation to get a win every single time. So yes, everyone is on social media. So everyone thinks that they can do this job and they think for some reason it's super glamorous. It's not. (laughs) The only people that have a glamorous social media life are those who are famous and have social media managers managing their goddamn social. So if you are an aspiring social media manager, or you're interested in landing a new job in the field, then this episode is for you. 
I want to talk about how we can level up our resumes and LinkedIn profiles and Twitter accounts so that you are going to get noticed and hired. So let's begin. Let's first talk about your resume. You are creative. You have access to Canva or Adobe Suite, so use it. Put a photo of yourself on your resume that represents who you are while also looking professional enough. It doesn't have to be you standing there with your arms crossed and a blazer, you know, but it should be professional enough. Put your name in big font and have a short summary of yourself as well. The summary should include a broad spectrum of what you do while including key words from their job description to catch their attention. Here's mine. Um, Feel free to steal it. (laughs) So I have my name like Dakota Jean DeSanto. And my summary is a creative and collaborative digital marketing and branding professional with over nine years of experience expert in driving growth and raising brand awareness through customer-centric campaign strategies, specializes in social media management, content concepting, cross-channel marketing, and digital communication. Okay, (laughs) it's kind of like just a lot of words, right? But hey, gets the point across. So do not, I repeat, Do not use the word expert unless you are one. To become an expert in something means that you have literally spent 10,000 hours or close to 10 years studying and practicing your area of expertise. Next, absolutely avoid using terms like social media guru. Do not use the word guru, like ever, because it is a word used in Buddhism for a spiritual leader. So don't go taking words that don't belong to you, okay? (laughs) Um, And don't feel bad if this is currently somewhere on your profiles or resume. Just make sure to take it off now and replace it with the word professional. You're a social media professional or a social media manager. That's all. Make your resume easy to read. List your job title, the company, and how long you were there. Then, instead of giving like a rundown on the position, instead explain your wins, your achievements. So like under mine, when I worked for a jewelry company, it says, in 12 months, grew Instagram plus 42%, Facebook plus 20%, and Pinterest plus 240%. I focused on audience growth um, because that was my biggest win with them. If it's a long job description, it won't be read and you'll lose the hiring manager's interest. So keep it short and to the point. Okay, next, I would uh, list the social media platforms that you are really good at. So for example, don't add Snapchat if that's something you downloaded once and just played around with. Add the platforms that you know best. If you have experience with paid ads, then absolutely add that in. If you don't, do not add that. (laughs) And that really goes for everything. If you don't have experience in something, don't add it to your resume. It will really bite you in the ass later. Some people say to only have a one-page resume. 
this I think is okay for those who are just coming out of college or maybe only have one job experience. But for me, I need to have two pages to fully get across my experience. So the first page is my photo, my name, my summary, my work experience, and my achievements under each experience. My second page dives into my educational background, my volunteer work. Um, I add this because it's important to me that I work with people who align with my personal values. I have the platforms I've mastered, software I use daily, and then I list my skills that I think would be valuable to a company. Here's a few don'ts for resumes. Don't list your references. If they want references, they'll have to ask. And also don't list your salary requirements. And better yet, don't say your salary requirements in your first interview. Each company has a set budget to hire someone. So they have the numbers. If they ask, what are your salary requirements? Just say, thank you so much for asking, but I was hoping you could tell me your budget for this position. Or you can say, the scope of this position seems vast, so I would want to learn more before answering this question. However, I'm curious, what budget do you have for this position? Turn the question around on them. Because what if you say your requirement to live and pay bills is $60,000 a year, but they had it budgeted for seventy? Or on the flip side, if they answer and they're like, oh, we budgeted $30,000 for this, you can say um, at that point, oh, well, thank you so much for your time, um, but that is too low for me at this point in my career. If your only experience in social media is as an intern, for example, um, then you're likely going to start out uh, as a social media coordinator, um, or sometimes they even hire you as a manager right out of college, but don't expect to make the big bucks right out of college, unfortunately. Um, that's why it's better to understand their budget so you can see if that works for all of your expenses. When your resume is done, make sure to save it as a PDF. Then you're going to want to write a bomb three-ish paragraph cover letter. And you can save that as a Word document so you can switch out the hiring company's name um, and other small details. Um, but when you actually send the cover letter with your resume, you're also going to want to save that as a PDF. No Word documents should be sent to hiring managers. Okay, let's now switch gears and talk about LinkedIn. Um, I would make sure that your photo is the same as your resume photo. That way, when people see your resume, they know it's you on LinkedIn. Even though I'm pretty sure I'm the only Dakota DeSanto in the world <laughs> that I know of, um, you still want to make it as easy as possible for the hiring manager. So all of my photos are just the same across the board for all of my social media platforms. They shouldn't have to do the work to find you. Next, your LinkedIn profile headline should be something that is truly you and truly unique. Mine says, runner, Bruce Springsteen fanatic, digital marketing, and social media executive. With this headline, I'm conveying my true passion, which is running, that I like to have fun and not take things too seriously, even though I am very serious about Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> and then I put what I do. Yours doesn't have to be these three elements, right? But it should be uniquely you. Okay, and then next, each position you list is bolded. 
So make sure that you put the most important information there. Since I own my own business, I put this as my current position title, social media professional helping to grow your business online. So use that space to put your title, or you can even add a little charm like I did. And then again, in the description, make sure to only include your achievements you're proud of. No one cares about your entire job description. You can go over that in an interview if you feel it to be necessary. Uh, Just list the accomplishments. Now, if you're actively searching for a job, then you'll need to put in a little work with posting to your LinkedIn feed. Talk about your accomplishments or post articles and talk about how it relates to what you're doing or shout out someone in your field or create a poll about something interesting related to your area of work. Do a few posts a week while you're searching for a job. These will be looked at by hiring managers, and the more that they see you're talking about your line of work, the better. When you connect with people on LinkedIn, write a message to them, something that is genuine and that gets to the point. If it's a hiring manager, just say, hi, name of hiring manager. I just sent my resume to your email and wanted to connect with you here. I look forward to meeting with you. I have found that LinkedIn is great for finding jobs for contract social media managers. Look for keywords like part-time or social media management and so on. And you can start to get clients this way just by working as a contractor part-time for them. Just make sure that your profile looks great before you start applying to jobs on LinkedIn. Okay, so now let's talk about specifics for how to land a job in social media. Right now it's tough because there are a lot of new people in this field, which by the way is amazing and makes me so proud. But that also means that there's more competition for you. So to stand out, you need to put in some work. Your social media should be packed with showcasing what you do. So if you do graphic design, uh, showcase that on your social media. If you do social media strategy, you should have video tutorials giving some advice on how to strategize social media for your niche. If you are interested in influencer marketing, then you could post uh, some carousels, for example, that explain what the best influencer platform is and why. When you're looking for a job and the hiring manager likes your resume, they will go to your social media next. So make it presentable with some stuff that um, you think could help you land that job. Remember, you don't have to have a huge following on social media to be a social media manager. I've had accounts with hundreds of thousands of followers, but my own is less than 5,000. Your personal social media doesn't reflect how good you are at social, but you will want to include some of your knowledge of it, at least while searching for a job. Okay. Uh, Lastly, I would go ahead and tweet that you're looking for a job and hashtag marketing Twitter. This may help you in the right direction. There's so many people that follow that hashtag marketing Twitter um, that are in the industry and that have connections. You can even ask for advice there or ask if anyone would be willing to review your resume before you send it out. Utilize these amazing platforms for your advantage. Why not, right? Don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Time is money and searching for a job can take a lot of time. Now go out there, get that awesome job. And remember, you are a badass and you got this. Believe in yourself and your options become limitless. 
That's all for today. Thanks so much, crew. See you next week.